Hello everybody, my name's Toby from No One Can Hear You Scream, and today I have with me Ryan, as always. Hello! Um, and today we are doing a movie called Pet Cemetery that was released in 2019, and it's the remake or adaption of the original novel that was released in... Probably should have looked that up, right? <laughs> I didn't get that. Anyway, the, the, the original movie was released in 1989, and... Um, but this, we are covering the remake today. Um, so, as always, uh, spoilers uh, for the movie, if you haven't seen it. Um, but, yeah, let's get right into it, shall we? So, uh, Pet Cemetery 2019, starring Jason Clark, Amy Simetz, John Lithgow, and Jete Lawrence. Uh, it's directed by Kevin Kolsch and Dennis Widmeyer. So... Ryan, budget estimation. What do you think is the budget of this movie? Uh, I actually forgot to put this down, but I'm going to take a guess. Okay. Um, I'm going to say at least two or three million. For higher. Higher, okay. Five? Higher. Seven? Twenty-one million. Oh, okay. So, okay, and box office? Um... I mean, it was, it was quite very known, so I'm gonna say possibly 50 million. Higher. Uh, 70? Higher. 100? 113 million dollars. Okay. So, yes, this movie made quite a bit of bit of bank, um, because everyone was uh, going off the original, and it's, it's a very iconic horror movie. Mm. I know the original is. Um, so yeah, let's get right into the recap. So the movie opens on a forest, and we see a burning building. We follow the story of the Creed family who are who are moving into a new home in the middle of nowhere. The daughter Ellie spots a group of children wearing animal masks wheeling a dead dog somewhere. She follows them into a graveyard with a bunch of animals buried and a big wall of branches and sticks. She tries to climb it but is stung by a bee and is helped by their elderly neighbour Judd and they form a friendship. We see the mum Rachel being reluctant to talk about the concept of death because she has severe PTSD after having to watch her sister Zelda, who suffered from spinal meningitis, die after falling down a dumbwaiter when Rachel sent food up because she was frightened of her. The father Lewis works at a university medical bay and on a shift he fails to save a car crash victim which comes back to life for a brief moment to give him a warning not to break barriers between worlds. The family's cat Church dies and Judd and Lewis venture past the barrier to bury it. When they begin to tell their daughter that their cat ran away, she tells them that it couldn't, because it came into her room last night. We see the cat acting very much alive, but is very dishevelled and acts more aggressively. When, and when Lewis confronts Judd, he tells him that the spirit called the Windigo haunts the burial grounds and resurrects things from the dead, but at the same time possesses them. Lewis sets Church free after he became, becomes aggressive and violent, but when he comes back to Ellie, he gets into a... Uh, no, sorry. When he comes back, Ellie gets into a horrific fatal truck accident when trying to see him. We see the family being overcome with grief, and Rachel and Gage go to stay with her mother while Lewis stays home. In a desperate attempt to, to spend more time with Lu Ellie, Lewis digs, up, digs her up and buries her in the cursed grounds, reanimating her, but this time coming back as an evil zombie-like entity. She kills Judd, her mother and finally her father, burying her parents in the grounds. The movie ends with a shot of the house burning down and the three corpses approaching Gage in the car. So, 
You want to take it away? Uh, well, uh, well, when I first thought, because I'm um, in the start of the movie when I guess was it Lewis was going to a high school and he looks like a professor. Um, I thought when before because I didn't know anything about the movie. Mm. I thought because he was a professor, maybe like because I didn't before I knew he was a doctor. I thought maybe he, like, because from, like, I don't know, I guess he's a really smart guy and he brings him back to himself by doing some kind of, I don't know, laboratory thing. Yep. But then, yeah, it was just all <clears throat> kind of uh, different to what I imagined at the start. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, and though also when he's at, uh, I guess, the school and the mother and Rachel and uh, the daughter Ellie... When they were at um, the house, when I thought, when I saw, um, you know, the children with the mask and all that, I just want to know who thinks that that's just normal. I mean, it's their, uh, it's, yeah, it's their backyard, and they're just children just walking around with masks. Yeah, and the the dog. the mother kind of ignored ignored yeah, it. Right. I had in, I had in my notes, uh, how was the mother the mother not bothered by random children in masks walking through their property with a dead dog? Like if I if yeah. I saw that I'd freak the fuck out. Like I, I would be like, what are you doing? Like I'd I'd be following him straight away. Get off my property. What are you doing? Mm. But yeah. Yeah, and when I like during like you know after that scene, or then we also met um Judd. Mm. Uh, I I kind of because I was really suspicious of him, and uh, like I saw. So was I. And he like, I guess I thought those because those kids did not look normal. Mm. I thought they were either controlled by a ghost or even a human. Like, I mean, Judd, like, I was thinking, oh, maybe Judd was controlling them and he was keeping it a secret or something. Mm. But, um, no, I guess it was just the Wendigo, I think. Yeah, the, I, I, mean. I feel like the movie had a lot of different mysteries in it and um, there were some questions that were left unanswered by the end and I'll talk about them a little bit later. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was very... Um, Kept you on the edge of your seat, asking yeah. like making you ask all these questions about it. But again, most of them were answered. But um, yeah. Uh, to me, the start of the movie seemed like uh, the setup for just a regular haunted house movie. Mm. Like you see a new family moving into this new house, yeah. and it was like, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen here. Some yeah. bad shit probably. And I was right, but just not in the yeah. really the way that I expected to be. Because it was yeah. a very, it's a very different movie. Yeah. Um, I was mostly because um, I guess you know all haunted house movies it always happens inside but in this case it just happened outside mm. basically and sometimes well, I mean they let her in but like it was mostly on the outside it wasn't mm. really about the house yeah so yeah um, I will admit I don't I, th- I hang on what's her name um, Amy Simetz I've seen her in other things I saw her in Stranger Things she was really good there mm. but um in this movie, her acting was a little bit off. I didn't like her as an actor. Mm. Like, it, a lot of the conversation that she made was very dry, and it just felt a little bit iffy. But, um, other than that, like, the child actors were pretty good, and, uh, especially, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jason Clark, his performance at the end. Mm. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was fantastic. Mm. So, um, but, yeah, so it's just the acting was a little bit off in, in certain places, um, yeah, when it got towards the, end, the actress for Rachel, she yeah, it got a little bit better. A little bit better, yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I? Uh, so I feel like in terms of cinematography, there were a lot of jump cuts towards the start of the movie. Do you know what they are? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't like that. It was a bit it was a bit it caught me off guard a little bit. Mm-hmm. Felt a bit weird, a bit fast paced. But um that again, I've got in my notes as well, the cinematography did improve in the second part. Like mm-hmm. like a lot of the other things in this movie. Um I didn't like how how many stupid decisions like characters would make, like uh the 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 girl Ellie let herself into Judd's house without even knocking. I don't. I feel like yeah. that was that wasn't even a. It's not a very. It's. I, mean, I don't think anyone like, would do that. Yeah, I mean, if like, it kind of makes sense if it's child, but Ellie is like nine, mm. and they should have had the talk with her saying, "Hey, don't go to Judd's house." Yeah. So like, it's kind of like dumb. How yeah, it's kind of rude. It's really rude too. But yeah. um, yeah. And like you said, I wasn't really sure whether or not to trust Judd, but yeah. Um. Yeah. You also, before um, before that, I, I, like when um when Ellie was in the cemetery before like we met Judd, hmm. I thought she was either because like it was kind of like special when um she was she was in the cemetery where like it was kind of getting quiet and then she looked over the you know the fence. Hmm. I thought oh the wood I guess barricade. Um. I thought she'd either just get killed there or mm. be turned into, you know, one of those children or something before I knew what was actually going to happen. But, yeah, and then after, afterwards, there was, the you know, the car accident with the guy. Mm. I was like, when they said car accident, I was like, damn, that must have been one heck of a car. Yeah. Like, jeez. <laughs> he was... Yeah, so, he was... Like, like, his brain was, like, almost half <laughs> out and, like... I guess his shoulders and bones on the, like, was a uh, right side of his body. And, I don't know, that did not, to me, that did not look like a car mm. accident. That was a bit, <laughs> like, like, that was too bad to be a, an well, accident. Now that I think of it, what if it was the tr- same truck? <laughs> <laughs> Could have been. Um, give me a second, I need to find where I'm up to. I, I absolutely loved the scenes when, with the flashbacks of Rachel's sister Zelda. Yeah, oh, that they was were creepy. absolutely terrifying. Yeah, she was. She reminded me a lot of um, Regan from The Exorcist, uh, which is a, a thing that I compared to while we were watching it. Um, uh, but yeah, no, that that those scenes were completely creepy. Reminded me the, of The Grudge as well. Oh, terrifying! I, I could almost feel like myself in Rachel's position. Um, Ah, uh, what was this? Uh, there were there were a few different cliches in it. Like there was the the research cliche. Mm-hmm. Like wait, when as soon as something happened, he started looking up on his computer. Like oh, what is this? And then there was also the mm-hmm. the creepy drawing done by a kid. Like a lot yeah. of those happen a lot in horror movies, and I, I've just learned to pick them up a little bit more. It, they, they they don't bother me too much. It's just when it's really overused, especially in recent horror movies like this. Um, but yeah. But uh, regardless, it was it was a pretty creepy movie, pretty creepy and mysterious. But, uh. mm. Um, yeah, in some of the, like also in some of the scenes where they experience like some kind of weird thing, I'm um, I'm just like surprised that they don't talk about it. Mm. Like if you end up, I don't know, from you're inside your house upstairs, then you open the door, then you're downstairs in the forest. Yeah. Like and. What, so you're just not going to talk to your wife about that? Like, mm. I know it might sound insane, but, like... And the wife's know. got all this PTSD. She doesn't want to talk about, her, like, that yeah. to her husband. Yeah, I mean, you need, like, your husband and wife, you need to talk about stuff like this. But, yeah. Like, I know it might sound insane, but, like, come on. Mm. Um, and th- that's another thing, now that you brought that up. They, they didn't question when the cat was resurrected. Yeah. They, like, they just left it. They, they were like, okay, whatever. 
like you look like it had like blood mm. on like oh, that, was... this cat is a dead cat and he saw it dead on the side of the road mm. he buried it in the forest and he questioned it a little bit but he was just like meh who cares yeah. It, this cat came back to life. It was it was very. Mm, it just didn't really convince me. Um, oh yeah, but what would be really bad if you like if you had a like for instance if Toby you have a great uh, bush which is what breed is he? Uh he's Great Dane slash Mastiff slash. And he is a bloody huge dog. Yeah. And if you brought him back to life, like in many years to come, I'd be dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And she came back. Oh, you'd be dead. I'd be dead. <laughs> mm. Like he is such a massive dog, mm. and I could yeah no, I could never win against him. <laughs> um, uh, I I I loved the practical effects. Like they mm. were they were really well done. There was there wasn't much CGI, but when there was, it didn't look the best. Like the scenes when he was walking through the forest, you could really tell that it was a green screen, and I yeah. d- I didn't I didn't like that very much. But practical side of things. The makeup on like the dead girl Ellie, and um, as well as the makeup on the guy at the start that got hit by the car. Mwah, mm. piste de resistance. But yeah, go on. Yeah. Um. Also, you know, um, with uh, Rachel's PTSD, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the scene where she is in the because she was really creepy because um, when you know her scenes where she has the flashbacks of her sister, like. Because she is horrified of, like, you know, the noise coming up from upstairs. Mm. And, like, the noise of her screaming, her sister screaming, Rachel, Rachel, or just banging upstairs, or, like, you can hear her walking. What really creeps me out is that when, like, she's an adult now, and Rachel, um, Rachel's sister is already dead, and then she's in the top, on the top floor, where you also hear, like, crawling or, like, walking, Upstairs, mm. and then you can you can tell like the like on her face like she's getting flashbacks midway mm-hmm. through walking to the bathroom, and when as soon as she opens the mirror, um, the mirror cabinet in the bathroom as the dumb waiter, as the yeah the dumb waiter, then <laughs> all of a sudden she like she looks in. I knew I knew as soon as she opened it, because before before in the flashback, it says uh, she as Toby said. She fell down um, the chute and just, I guess, died. Yeah. And, like, I knew as soon as she opened it and she looked up, I knew something was going to fall. And, yeah, and then, soon enough, it was her sister. And then she quickly went back and the glass door just banged against the thing. Like, it was really quick. That was pretty cool. It was really quick when it banged and turned straight into a cabinet again. Mm. And, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty weird, strange, and cool. Mm. This I feel like we're gonna be on <coughs> for a li- for a little bit. Uh, Ellie's death itself, the, the scene. Yeah. It was a complete roller coaster. Oh. Um, it f- it really flipped the switch for me because I I was absolutely hating the movie at mm. first. It just seemed too many cliches, yeah, no, too seemed, many. Yeah. It, it just seemed like a boring haunted house movie. But as soon as she got hit by yeah. the truck, oh, well, I was me, like, let me tell you before this when um. Because, like, when she was looking at... Because, um, before the scene, she was looking at, um... Because, apparently, uh... Lewis, the dad, she... He he didn't want the cat to be there anymore because he was hurting mm. everyone and really aggressive. So he went to send it off. He drove really far away. Put the cat in the cage. Drove really far away and just let him free. 
Because he didn't want to, he was about to kill him with a needle. And he, he stopped himself. So he's like, nah, I can't do this. So he drove him away. And then it's Ellie's birthday. And they're like, I guess, playing hide and seek. And so she goes out behind a tree, which is right next to the road. And he, all of a sudden she looks to, uh, I guess, left. And she sees the cat, her um, church, coming walking down the road. And she was like, Church, you're there. And then she goes to it, which is, they're right in the middle of the road. Mm. And Church, like, I guess, she, he, he's not, he's not doing it. He's just being nice and all that. But I'm just trying to trick her or something. And then you see the truck coming. And you're like, oh, no, please, come on. Please don't, don't get out of the way. And then all of a sudden, um, Gage. Gage, he sees his, his sister on the road. And then, and he's closer to the truck. And then he walks onto the road. And we're like, no, no, Gage. And then the dad notices, and he starts bolting, running towards Gage, picks him up, and he's like, okay, great. It's so nice to come. And we're like, oh, wait, no, Ellie. (laughs) Yeah, the the trailer, like, detached itself when, because the truck driver swerved. Then the trailer come off, and then it swung around, and and bang. Ellie, and then the thing is, when um, when when, uh, Lewis went to check on Ellie, like mm. to see if she was still alive. I thought she was, but it was it was the mum that just dropped yeah. and fell mm. because she saw Ellie. And then, as soon as Lewis turned, like we see behind the truck, we see Ellie. We don't see Ellie's face, but we see her body in the glass. Mm. And then they, uh, Lewis and uh, Rachel both break down in sadness. Then it goes to the funeral scene mm. of Ellie. So yeah. Um, with that scene, uh, I had. I had never read the book. I'd never seen the original movie. I had no idea it was coming. But um, in the book, it was actually Gage that um, got hit by the truck, and he was mm, the first yeah. to come back. Um, but I, we hadn't even seen the trailer of the movie, and I heard yeah. afterwards that in the trailer it shows Ellie's death. So I'm so grateful that yeah, that wasn't spoiled because because it. that was a very very big shocker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, very very roller coaster of a death and it was um very very impactful because as soon as it happened the movie completely switched on for me i was like okay i'm, I'm interested now so i because originally i was going to give this movie a four like in the first yeah. half i was looking at it, i'm like this is really basic this yeah, is a little bit, yeah it was a little bit boring after mm. but i'll, I'll get to really, my i'll yeah. get to my final rating soon um but yeah just yeah. putting it out there i was literally originally going to yeah. give this a four because of the first half but yeah mm. go on but also talking about the Ellie scene when as soon as they found the body i knew as soon as um lewis mm. saw the body I he's going like, to bury it yeah he's going to he's going to go like, you know what because i was thinking in my head they could bury pets but what if they buried a human that could mm. come back to life? So I was like, because Toby and I were watching it together, and I was like, I went to Toby, I was like, she's going to bring her back. Yeah. I know, I know, she's like, I bet, I bet she's going to bring her back. He's going to mm. bring her back. And yeah, sure enough, he did. Yeah. But um, the scene was just incredibly timed. It was very mm. dramatic, and it just made you go up and down and up and down. But um, yeah, so yeah, that's that. Mm. Oh, and uh, when, I guess, uh, when Ellie comes back she just doesn't look mm. oh, it's just it's just so creepy just her face she just looks there's no emotion mm. like whatsoever even but she did um, I see a smirk I guess mm. just a smirk and then that's it it's just, her face is just down and not happy 
and she, yeah, as and also when um, I guess because I mean she was buried in dirt, so um when the dad Lewis was giving her a bath, she was he was brushing her hair, and you can hear the the hair just the crackling, cracking, mm. and, and then we see a we see a skull with stitches, and yeah, and because um because of the truck scene they had to stitch it up because yeah, and. Yeah. Yeah, it was just oh, it was just so creepy. You can hear like, ah, oh, it's so bad. But you know, when I was thinking, when she was brushing the hair, I thought, I don't know, for some reason, I felt something would peel off. Mm. Oh, that would have been disgusting. Yeah, it would have been bad. But like, I don't know, just the the sound of it just mm. made me feel like something was gonna peel off or something. Yeah. And it just sounded really like disgusting. But yeah, that was yeah. All right, I want to make a point to you. First of all, actually, um. I'll just go through a couple more of my notes and then I'll get to my point. But, um, so, I think the second half of the movie didn't feel like the same movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, it was very different, and again, it was so much better. Um, yeah. the cinematography really improved, so I don't, I don't know if that was, like, they got someone else to do it, or I, yeah. I can't remember. And, um, it was very, like, so tense. Yeah. In the, in the second half. Um, but anyway, I made a connection. And this brings us back to the Babadook um, mm. last week. So, Babadook, the Babadook represents grief as a whole. Yeah. But have you ever heard of the five stages of grief? Yeah. So that's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Yeah. Right? Out of those five, this movie, I think, really represents one big one. What do you mm. think that is? Well, so, I mean, denial, grief. anger... No, no, not gr- grief is the yeah, main term, but the fi- out of the five stages, so denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. What do you think it represents the most? Say that again. Denial, <laughs> anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Well, I mean, to me, I just think denial, because, I mean, the father just doesn't want to let it go. Oh, shit, nearly knocked the thing over. Um, to me, it's bargaining. He's trying to find any way to get her back. Mm. Bargaining. Like, so that's the stuff like you hear people selling their souls to the devil and stuff like yeah. that. This is bargaining and this is why you should never do it. Because he he's he wants her back. You shouldn't meddle with death. Yeah. Right? And he, he fucked everything. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, and as you said before, uh, Ellie after reanimation is not Ellie. <laughs> yeah. Um... And what I made the connection with, it, it really resembled someone at first that had gotten, like, a lobotomy, which I explained to you what that was yeah. last last night. Um, yeah, you want to say what it is? Yeah, so a lobotomy is a procedure where they would take out or, or disengage your frontal lobe, which basically is where all your personality lies. So she became very dry and not not really mm-hmm. all there, which um, that's, that's just a connection I made. Um... And another one that I made, and this was... I was like, whoa, when I figured this out. The car crash victim at the start of the movie. Yeah. He foreshadows the daughter's death and the resurrection. Completely. He got killed in a car accident. And then he comes back to life for like a split second to warn him. Mm, That's true. So I was like, whoa. (laughs) Um, uh, But yes. So go on. You you want to finish off your notes? Because I've got two more things. Well, one... I feel like the door's resurrection was kind of sad because, mm. yeah, like, you hear, like, you know, 
Jesus resurrection. Mm. Is he? She comes back as an angel, but like the daughter, nah, nah. She's, she's the devil. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I just found that kind of funny. But like, yeah. Um, also, some parts because I mean, to think about it, it's kind of easy to kill the daughter. Like, yeah. Like, but like, I know you don't want to do that because it's your daughter. But it's like there's so many parts that you could do it. Mm. But at the end, where like Lewis, the dad, was actually. Thinking, no, nah, this is, isn't my daughter anymore. So, like, he was actually going to kill her, but, like, then all of a sudden the bamboo comes in. And I don't get how she comes in so fast, though. Because, mm. like, you see all the pets and the daughter, they come in, like, an hour or two hours. A couple hours, hours, a couple hours yeah. later, yeah. And, yeah, all of a sudden she comes instantly. Mm. And and then he kills it, kills the dad, and now he's turned back. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, yeah, but I was just really confused. And I don't get, before when they were fighting, the dad and um, Ellie, how is Ellie stronger than you? Yeah. And like, I... you you should be stronger than your daughter. Like, she, like, you got your knife, she's got her twig arms, and you're, like, the knife. I mean, unless she was, she had the strength of, like, of some demon. Mm. That was why. But I thought, like... But it didn't even look like she was that strong. Like, because he, yeah, exactly, he yeah. overpowered her a lot. Yeah. Like, there was, there were a lot of scenes where he had the upper hand. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I just don't get that. And, um, yeah, and then when the dad, like, came back uh, as a, what, uh, as the Wendigo's thing, mm. um, then we see them coming, oh, well, we see Gage is still in the car because that's where the dad left him to, um, go get, um, uh, Ellie and Rachel. Yeah. So... Yeah, and then they, we come back this morning, and Gage is just looking out the window and seeing Ellie, his mum and his dad, walking towards the car, and then the dad, Lewis, just putting his hand on the car, then all we see, then we just see black, and then the, we hit, we hear the car open. Mm. So, that was, yeah, I was like, ah, oh, now Gage, yeah, that Gage is gone. I have something about that in my trivia. Really? So... You're gonna, you're actually gonna love this when you figure it out. But um, yeah. So my two last points were the two unanswered questions. So why did the man that died at the school? Why did he come back and warn the family? Oh yeah. How, how does that work? Like, is there was there something that I missed? Like, do you think did you get that? Because he was just a dead guy at the school. He wasn't buried in the pet cemetery. Mm. So, that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, no. I so, so that. why did he come back? And then, who were the kids at the start? Yeah, no, that was, I was. Yeah, we were talking about that, and then, yeah, we just never got to know what exactly. happened to them. No, I really wanted those questions to be answered, but um. But like you know, the um in the original there was a pet cemetery too, mm. so we could maybe because pet cemetery one two, they we could I mean we could make watch them and make another podcast. Yeah, we probably will at one point. Yeah. Yeah, at one point, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm still quite confused about that, but I guess we'll we'll, we'll find, find out. out. We'll find out. Um, are you done with your notes? Yeah, I'm done. All right. Well, let's get into the trivia. So I'll go first. We'll <coughs> we'll take yeah. it one by one. Um, so referring to the original adaptation, Pet Cemetery, in 1989, Stephen King has said that of all of his novels, this is the movie that scared him the most. Well, out of all his books, this is the one that's really effing terrible to him. Wait, really? Yeah. Wait, where, where did we get... We must have... 
it might have scared him the most in the movie, but to him, Stephen King calls the book really effing terrible. Oh, out of the books, yeah, okay, yeah. The yeah. books, not the movie. The book, oh, that's that's strange to me. It's I can a, think of a million other Stephen King books. If I had my way about it, I still would not have published Pet Sematary. Wow. Stephen King says in 2009's Haunted Heart. Really? Okay. Because yeah. that's the thing. This is a very interesting story. I feel yeah, like it'd no, be a lot better as a novel. Story, but apparently he didn't like it. Wow. All right. Um, like, probably the movies made it better. So. Mm. Yeah. Uh, during Ellie's birthday party, Judd can be heard in the background saying, "There's a big Saint Bernard killed that killed four people." So this is a reference to the movie Cujo. Have you ever seen that? No. We need to cover that at one point. Okay. So it's about a big dog, a Saint Bernard. Yeah. who goes rabid, like he gets rabies or something, yeah. and he kills a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's a fucking huge dog. Like, yeah. imagine, like, three times bigger than Butch. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it was a reference to um, Cujo, which was another novel by Stephen King. Uh, so your turn. Um, yeah, I just got facts on this. Um, Gage, mm-hmm. he was actually played by twins in the movie. Really? So, yeah, he was played by twins. Okay. And yeah, that was just funny. I mean, they just, I guess, just changed it up. But I couldn't, like, but when I saw the picture, they, like, you could see the difference between them. But, mm. like, in the movie, it just looked like the same kid. Mm. Be- but, yeah, you could see the difference if you see a picture side by side. Mm. So, yeah. Um, when Rachel is returning home, there is a highway sign that says Derry 20 miles. You know where Derry is? Isn't that... The town in It. It, yeah. Yep. So, there's a lot of Stephen King references in this movie. Yeah. But, um... But, yeah. So, you'll go. Church the Cat was played by five cats. Knew that. Yeah. yeah. The cats were reportedly treated very well across the ten-week shoot. With them and their trainers have having their own individual trailers to relax in between dark takes. In addition, one... Once shooting was over, all the cats were adopted by various members of the crew. Damn, there you so, go. Yeah, they all kept the cat. <laughs> that's, that's nice. Um, hopefully, hopefully they were <laughs> nice cats, mm. I guess. Uh, you can keep going, because I only have one more point, and I want this to be the last point. Okay, well, I got, like, four more. Yeah, go on. <laughs> okay, um... There were actually... Oh, wait, uh, yeah, yeah, no, there were actually two endings. Or, I, I guess, three endings, too. Pet Cemetery, the um, movie 2019. I, according to directors Kevin Kolsch and Dennis Widmeyer, during the reshoots on the on the film, they were given room to choose from three possible endings, what Entertainment Weekly described as dark, darker, or darkest. In the end, the filmmakers went with darkest, which is what we see in the film, but also opted to shoot another ending as well, just in case. The alternative climax would have seen that the Creed family they kind of twisted new. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to say that word. Yep. <coughs> twisted new. Equilibrium. Yep, that's the word. The alive Lewis and Gage are living together in harmony. The undead Ellie and Ellie Rachel in church. This ending will be available as an extra with the home release of, of the film. Ooh. So, so it's we'll, it's already out. Yeah, it's already out. So we can watch it and see. Yeah. Um, there are actually shining easter eggs in the film. Okay, I didn't realise that. Well, uh, well, Stephen King universe being so expansive, um, they had a lot of easter eggs, and in one of the references include Ellie trying to break through the bathroom door with the knife, and with the Jack Nicholson stare. Yep. Um, 
the dumb the dumb waiter's doors pouring um, blood. Ah, yeah. how did I not pick up on these? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the like the hotel elevators. Yeah. yeah. And we see, um we see a sign for D Torrance relating to a reference to the Shining premiere, Shining Danny Torrance. Danny Torrance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, this one talks about the Windy Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, cool. which is, I guess, a, is a real Native American folktale. Yeah. Um. I may say of Native American tales, specifically those of Algonquin-speaking tribes. The Wendigo is a folk monster that predates European arrival in America. According to the legend, the Wendigo is a supernatural being with an insatiable lust for human flesh and a hideous rotting appearance. Okay. So yeah, so I guess it was based on that. Mm. Um, there's probably going to be a prequel. Uh, a prequel? Yeah. Okay. So before the film hit theaters, Pet Cemetery producer Lorenzo Di Bonaventura teased a possible prequel to the film. Di Bonaventura <laughs> told con- um, consequence of this of sound. I think if you th- look at the book, we didn't cover all that stuff that happens. Before the Creed family moves in, so I think there's a movie there. Okay. That's what they say. So there's po- possibly got to be one there. And that'll answer the question with the kids. Yeah. Like so, hopefully that does come out because I I kind of need to know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, is that everything? Uh, yep. All right. Now this one's gonna blow your mind because okay. I know that you didn't pick up pick up on this. So. The movie ends, right? Yep. And it's very ambiguous. We don't know what happens to Gage, right? Yeah. Except we do. You do, okay. We do. We do. Because we saw it. At the start of the movie, at the very start, and you do you remember saying to me, holy shit, what happened here? Yeah. There was a bloody handprint on the car window of a little kid, oh. and then the blood streak that leads up to the door. Thank you. Oh, they they kill Gage. Yeah. And that was, at the, that was the opening scene of the movie. The, the bloody handprint on the car. Well, like it pans over the forest. We see the house on fire. Then we see the other house, and we zoom in on the car. There's a bloody handprint there, and oh. then it and it, then it zooms in on the house where there's a blood streak going up to the door. So uh, well, the I house. Thought, I thought that blood streak would be um Rachel's because um you know how he dragged him out to the forest. So mm. I thought it'd be be hers. So yeah. But um but yeah well either way there was the little kid's yeah. bloody handprint on the on the car window so. Oh, wow, okay. How, oh, yeah. So how how cool is that? Yeah, that we no, that like the the I ending know, the ending was at the start. Yeah. Was at the start. So yeah, um, so that's it. Uh, we'll get into the ratings now. So the villain rating, the Windigo. What did you have? Um. Well, I give mine a six point five. Okay. Because I mean, yes, it is scary. They turn back as like basically zombie things, but like. It's basically just killing a person, mm. but possibly a little bit stronger than you. Yeah. But it's very easily only like I mean, just need to find a gun and boom, they're dead. Mm. So it's basically just killing zombies, basically. Pretty so much. It wasn't really that weird, but like, yeah, it is. Yeah, I guess I, I guess it is pretty creepy mm. for them. Uh, I gave uh, the Windigo a five out of ten uh, because it's. Uh, it's a very interesting concept, um, but as you said, very easy to overcome, and I guess um, I just feel like it was very interesting, but it wasn't very scary in terms of a villain. Like, it, 
and it, it was again it's something that we've seen before with literally any zombie movie ever yeah. um so yeah that's why I gave it a five point oh sorry five out of ten so scare rating I gave mine a seven which is not bad I guess because mm-hmm. um yeah there were some scenes where we were like suspenseful creepy and yeah because like your I guess met your sister scene then you got you know the um the guy that was hit in the car the car accident and like just warning and then you got I don't know I guess just the you know the children or even Ellie is just creepy herself because mm. she is you don't know where she is and also you know the gore in it I mean I guess you know when Judd got his ankle mm. or what was it yeah the Achilles heel Achilles heel like ripped off and it was yeah I mean I guess it was like yeah there was some scenes that made you like Oh god no. Yeah. And then yeah, but yeah, um the scarcities I think they'll pretty alright, I guess. Mm-hmm. So for me it was also a seven out of ten. Um because the, the, the parts that made me jump were obviously the Achilles heel being stabbed and ripped open. Uh the part where Ellie got hit by the truck. And also finally the thing that scared me the absolute most was Zelda. Um yeah. uh what's her name? Sister. Uh, but yeah, no, she was freaky. She was, she reminded me so much of that, of the girl from The Grudge, um, which we'll probably cover at one point as well. Um, but yeah, movie rating. I'm, I'm thinking either between 8.5 or 9, because I really? quite, I quite okay. like the movie, because mm-hmm. like, like, yeah, the, the start was kind of boring, you know, like, but like, it got better, because with, like... You know, the truck scene where everything took place from there. And it just, I mean, to me, I think it just got better from there. Mm. But, yeah, I quite like the film because, like, the twists and, yeah. Yeah. It's just, I quite liked it. So, as I said, I was originally going to give this movie a 4. But um, with the ending half, I upped it to a 6.5. So it's Mm. a little bit better than average. Um, It's it's very cliche of a horror movie. Like, Mm. there's a lot of things that happen in other stuff. It's very interesting, and I think that's why... Because it's a new concept. Like, yeah. no one's really done that before. Yeah. How, the, how Stephen King's done it. Um, it's... Uh, and again, I I absolutely loved the second half of the movie because it was very suspenseful, very... It kept you on the edge of your seat. You didn't know what was going to happen next. Um, so, yeah. My movie rating was a 6.5. So, that concludes Pet Cemetery 2019. Uh, we'll do Hereditary next week because yep. we've been putting that off for so long yeah. um, and I was also thinking and maybe you guys can comment and this is the first time I'm saying this to Ryan as Christmas season's coming up soon I feel like we should do some Christmas horror movies so yeah, okay. have you ever seen Krampus? no I that is, that is a yeah. that is a good one so we'll probably do Krampus um, next month uh, and maybe some other ones that we can find and we'll see yeah. if uh, if we enjoy them and We'll review them on the podcast. But um, having said that, if you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. If you're on Spotify, follow us on the YouTube as well. And, um, yeah, thank you all for listening in or watching. Thank you. And um, we'll see you in the next one for Hereditary 2018. I'll see you guys later.